Hello guys, my name is Soul Sky. Um, welcome back to Soul Talks. This is kind of a spin-off. It's still called parenting, single parenting, but it's more of a teenager's response to her parents' interview. Um, and just like a teenager's perspective on a mom or parenting in general. Um, which is good so that all the teenagers out there, maybe you guys can relate to it. I would like to welcome Emily Gallardo to the show. Hi. So give her, uh, make her feel special. And remember, we're as raw as it gets. So um, what made you want to do a response to the interview prior honestly the whole single parenting and co-parenting thing has always been a topic that i stress because as you guys have heard in my mom's interview my mom always thought that she did something wrong or she always thought like there was more than she could have done and i've always reassured her that you know, she's giving me everything that she possibly can as a single mom. And there's nothing more you could give to your child than everything you can. So single parenting and co-parenting has been something that I stress because of my personal experiences with my mom and my dad as well. But also because a lot of teenagers don't get to voice how it is from their perspective. So like for that. any teenagers listening, I want them to you know, be able to relate without, with knowing that somebody knows how it feels and what it's like. So what was, what do you, like, did you have any difficulties going to your mom or your dad about anything? Like, what was that like? Honestly, going into my teenage years, I was very closed up. I was a person who didn't, even to this day, I'm still a person who doesn't talk much, who likes to keep things bottled in because I'm very independent in that way. And, but my dad, I've always been closed up because my dad is kind of judgmental um, with certain things. But my mom took some warming up to it. It took a while for me to kind of open up to her. It took, it took for her to keep reassuring me that she won't ever, you know, leave my side and she won't ever go against me no matter what it was. So as time went on and I realized that, you know, my mom is my best friend, I started opening up little by little with little things like school was this, was this happening in school and going on into the boy drama, the girl drama and so on and so forth. As for my dad, it was kind of always the opposite. I just answered questions whenever he asked, but I never really just openly told him anything. Which is normal. Um, if your dad... Well, it's normal if a person is judgmental for someone to not open up as much. Right. Um, what, what was one of the deepest things that you've ever felt comfortable telling your mom? And what made you go to her about that? The deepest thing. Hmm. It had to be when I came out that I was gay. Okay. 
Yeah, and why? Was, why was that? Why was that hard to tell her? Because I always thought, and especially at that time, I was how old was I? I was thirteen when I came out. So at that time, you know, I already knew that everybody was gonna say, "Oh, it's a phase. Oh, you're so young. Oh, that's not the way to live." Because my dad's side of the side of the family, they're religious, like very religious. So I was always expecting the worst when it came to that. Um, but with my mom, what made me want to go to her about it was during that time she was in the phase of, not the phase, during that time she was reassuring me, trying to get me to open up to her and trying to get me to talk to her about stuff. And that was one thing that I kept bottled in for a while. And I just thought, you know what? What's the worst that can happen? I mean, and at that point, I was already in the, I want to start opening up to her part of my teenage years or whatever. And, you know, when I told her, it was the easiest thing. Like She was just like, oh, that's it? And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, okay. And I was like, okay. And I was just like, what about my day? And that was probably the funniest thing ever. I but, think, I think, I mean, this conversation took a whole other turn. <laughs> it's okay, I guess, because your mom said the best ones are the ones that are unexpected. So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm all for it. Um, and I think a lot of people, you're not the only one that goes through that. People have Definitely. gone through it. People in my family have gone through it. Um, and the way certain parents do react, I kind of understand how that is scary. Um, and um, you're very fortunate to have your, a mom that doesn't seem to be judgmental because she understands life. You got what I'm saying? Yes. And um, I'm not gay. I have family members that are. I've had family members that killed themselves because they weren't really accepted. Um, and this is this is interesting because <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't expecting this but you know I say this all the time this is as real as it gets yes. um everything is about authenticity if it's not authentic it's not you know what I'm saying it's not real if it's not you um I just want you to to feel comfortable and and just be yourself and um what was what was it like growing up like did you did you did your mom make you feel like you can tell her anything or did did it seem like at one point that you couldn't really tell her much like how did that relationship with your mom how did you start building that confidence to go to her about things I mean there was definitely there's definitely things certain things that I didn't feel like I should have told my mom like as much as my mom reassured me that you know she's my mom and then my friend and she reassured me like everything and above there's a certain thing that you know you just never want to tell your mom yeah well um, i don't because my dad raised me but i get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um 
But, you know, what made me, what kind of made our connection and bond stronger was in return of me opening up, she opened up. Because my mom, she's the same as me. She doesn't like expressing how she feels because she feels it goes unheard. So the way me and her worked was if I told her something, she told me something. If she felt the way, she would tell me, and then I would respond to it. And if I felt the way, then she would know. And over time, you know, instead of it becoming a system of who says what first, it just it grew into days coming home and just sending her down and be like, Mom, I got to put you on. Like, you will not believe what this bitch did or you will not believe what this guy did to me. Like, it's it was... It was definitely, it definitely took time because it was something like, even though she's my mom, I always felt my mom, no, even though she's my mom, my mom's opinion was the one that mattered most to me. So everything I would think about telling her, I used to question like, oh, should I tell her? Like, is this gonna, is this gonna change the way something is or change the way she sees me? And eventually, like, it just became a non-factor like at the end of the day that's my mom and she's my world and if i was to kill somebody she would be the one to be like you know what you're wrong but where are we digging the hole so what made you like your mom explained the bullying thing when you went to when you went through junior high um and I can definitely relate to that portion. I'm not the same exact way, but I could definitely relate to being bullied um, and being suicidal. Um, and, like, she also explained that you really didn't feel comfortable telling her that portion of your life. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that... I remember that, like, yesterday... Um, so what do you want to know about that? What, because, um, bullying, how did you handle that portion of your life? Like, you know, cause if people didn't see, like, I always say it, you understand Spanish? Mm-hmm. When, si mi moleste, like if my, if my light is bothering you, then you're gonna find a way to like, Push me out the way. Push you out the way, yeah. Right, because my light is, like, so bright, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I always say that the beauty always begins on the inside. It's what's on the inside that matters so much more. Because you could have, exactly, you could have physical beauty, but that fades. Like, what else are you bringing to the table besides? Right, like, if you don't love yourself, then there's, like, you can't know any any other kind of love. Self-love is the best love. Exactly. So, did that, like, how, like, what was that like? Like, you know, like, did you, did you feel like something was wrong with you because you were bullied, being bullied? Or, like, like, did you want help? How did you go about, like, dealing with being bullied in school? In the beginning, honestly, I... I thought it would just pass off. I thought it was just, you know, everyday jokes, like, as everyday jokes that, you know, just end up fading away, like a rumor or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but as time went on, 
and like it didn't stop. Uh, I used to think that nobody could do anything or nobody would do anything for the simple fact that there was times when I was being bullied in front of staff and, you know, it was like nobody heard anything or nobody seen anything. And mm. I used to think that people wouldn't do anything because what is anybody going to believe from a girl who's in junior high, you know? And I didn't go to my mom about it because I didn't know how to tell her. Like, I didn't know what to say to even explain how I was feeling or explain what was happening. Um, and during that time, being bullied and put me in like such a bad state, but nobody ever noticed. And that's because I really, I'm not going to lie, I made sure nobody noticed. Mm -hmm. Because even from so young, I witnessed so much. So I already knew I already knew how to block out my emotions from my appearance. You know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was already like on the, you know, nobody knows anything. I'm going to just keep it that way, except for the people, you know, who were doing it. But eventually, you know, one thing led to another and a school incident. I tried to hurt myself and that's when it blew up. That's when everybody found out and everybody was shocked and everybody was just like, where the hell was I? And as my mom said, she automatically blamed herself. When she, when that whole thing happened, honestly, I still didn't tell her what was going on. Like, when they called my mom into my school, I was blank shut. And I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to go about it. Um, and thinking back on it now, it's like, hmm. Them yeah. people about to regret it now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They're about to regret they it now. What is your advice on what can you, what, from what you've gone through, of course, what is it that you can say to people that are being bullied, for one, that are being bullied in school and how to go about it? And kind of coming, coming, coming out to your parent and just, you know, that scared feeling that you had with like opening up to your mom. Like, what would you say to other people or teenagers that are listening now that feel like I can't go to my parent for this, that and a third? Um, what is your input on that? For the ones who are being bullied. I want you to, and you should want yourself to speak up as fast as you can because you never know how you're going to wake up for me tomorrow. And you never know how much worse it's going to get the next day. And even if you don't want to speak up, suicide, that's the worst way to go about it because nobody is worth losing your life for nobody's words are worth your life nobody's actions are worth your life regardless of if you have a disability regardless if you have flaws because at the end of the day me you and every single millionth person on this earth has a flaw has more than one 
and it's going to get better. And after that phase, not not even that phase, after that experience, it's just going to build you 100 times more stronger and better. And you're going to want so much more for yourself so that you can look back and look at them and be like, well, I'm the one that you bullied and look where I'm at now. That's what I want to say to them. And for those who want to come, who are scared to come out, you're going to be scared until the second the words come out of your mouth. There's nothing that you can do to like really prepare yourself to really say that to a loved one or your best friend or even a teacher. Like even the smallest people who have the smallest relevance in your life, it's still going to be hard to tell because you can get the judgment from anybody. But always remember that it's who you are. And regardless of anybody's judgment, be you. Be the one, be the you that you want to be, that you know is best for you. Don't front and be somebody else because somebody else is not liking who you are. At the end of the day, you was born by yourself. You're going to die by yourself. Anybody else who judges you is not going to be there. And you deserve to live in a free world where you get to be yourself. And even though, you know, you don't get that 100%, as long as you know that you allowed yourself to be out there, then you'll be happy. That's a very wise answer. I was not expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) You're very, very, for someone so young, you're very, very wise. Thank you. Um... You know, what could you, what would you want your mom, like if there was like the co-parenting, because you know your mom, and I know your mom and your dad separated, what do you wish could be different between the relationship with both of your parents? Honestly... My mom and my dad give me such a damn headache. <laughs> like, like, oh my god. Um, one thing I definitely wish that would have been different was their communication. Okay. Because growing up, um, I went through a lot with my dad. He put me through a lot of bull. Um, and my mom was always there to pick up the pieces. And because of what my dad put me through, my mom. I feel like always held a grudge. So I would have wanted her to forgive him for that. Even though sometimes I don't, um, I would have wanted her to forgive him for that. And because if she would, if she would do that, then it probably would have changed a lot of things that happened with me and my dad, I guess. Um, because a lot of the, like 99.9% of the time that they talk is only because of me. Well, for me. So I feel like I would have wanted them to have more of a better bond because at the end of the day, they did make me. So, I mean, they should get along or whatever. But, you know, life happens. Um, But I definitely would want them to have a better, have better communication. And also, I mean, no, I think that's the only thing I would have really wanted to change. Because I wouldn't want to change them separating or anything. Because then I would have probably come out a total different way. Mm. 
And how did you overcome the suicide incident? What was it that made you... Like, we all know, like, bullying really does affect people to the extent of wanting to kill themselves. But mm-hmm. what was it that made you say, okay, um, this is my issue. This is what I want to, like, this is how I'm going to do it. Like, what got you to the point of overcoming that suicide stage? Honestly, when I almost committed suicide, it wasn't me who stopped me. It was... Oh, it was actually one of my friends in junior high when they caught me in school. Um, but after that, I went through therapy. Um, I stood in a mental institution for like two days, I think, for like evaluation. Um, but what made me never want to go back to that was me reciprocating what I went through and wanting to make it into something good, if you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Right now, my career choice is children development psychology. That so, is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, I wanted to take me being bullied, me almost committing suicide, me um, moving a lot as a kid or... And not or and you know me and my dad's issues and what my dad put me through. I wanted to put all of that and I wanted to make a difference for someone else out there. And I was so young when I thought about this because when I was before that I wanted to be a lawyer. And after that I was just like, I want to. I don't want somebody else to almost make my mistake. Mm. So to get past it, I honestly just put it into my future, but in a good way. That is such a wise. I'm really shocked. <laughs> I'm very, very shocked. I'm a st- I'm shocked, but that's not in a bad way because a lot of people, especially young younger people, you know, they don't have that mentality that you have. Um, what made you want to? like go to like go away for college like stay with someone else while you're in college and you know um well I didn't really go away to college what happened was I moved out at 17 and when I moved out I had moved in with my best friend and I was finishing high school living in my best friend's house and after that, I applied to college, and my dream was to go to U Albany okay. and study psychology. Um, but you know, financial situations are a bitch. So yeah. that's why that didn't happen. But um, I ended up attending York College, and I'm still taking up psychology. But I guess what really made me make the decision to push my mom to accept the fact that I wanted to move out was because I she raised me to be such an independent person and she raised me to always know what I want and to be strong no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I knew that if I was to be on my own, that I would be able to manage it and I would be able to manage myself. So 
I did it, and it's still a work in progress. And to this day, like, I'm still trying to prove to my mom that, you know, I'm able to handle it, but, you know, she's my mom, and she's covering, so whatever it takes time it does what do you if i don't want you to feel like this is too personal but do you have a relationship with your dad i do as of right now actually i just recently moved in with my dad okay um and i'm not gonna lie it's something that's very it's so new because my dad lives in a whole different environment. Like, I grew up in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a Bronx girl, you know? And right now, I'm in the suburbs. I feel bougie as hell. <laughs> like, I went to the city of the, the other day, and I'm like, I feel like a tourist. Like, where am I going? <laughs> um, but before I moved in with my dad, you know, we had a relationship, but... It wasn't as close as it used to be when I was younger, you okay. know, and it, our relationship changed after we went through what we went through. Um, it changed my view of him. So our bond, um, our bond went away more. Okay. But now that I moved in with him, I feel like, you know, it's giving us a chance to start over in a way. Okay. And I feel like my dad and me, you never, I mean, I can never say what's to happen tomorrow, you know? I can never, like, tomorrow me and him can end up being the best of friends. I don't know. But um, after everything that I've been through with him and in general, I feel like it's time that, you know, I actually give my dad the sense that, well, give my dad the forgiveness that I needed to give him in order to move past. No, you so, are so wise. Like, <laughs> I can't believe like I'm having a conversation with someone what an eighteen year old, right? That <laughs> that is is really is really is really astonishing. Like your responses to these questions is really shocking to me. You know, your mom your mom I personally feel like, you know, your mom did a good job. <laughs> like she did an amazing <laughs> Thank job. You. Thank um, you. And I also feel like you did a you're still growing. You know what I'm saying? Like and I want you to know that it's never easy. And I always I always tell my listeners and everyone that does take the time to listen, um, that no matter what it is that you're going through, you know, it's okay. It, it's not, it's not the end. You know what I'm saying? It's not exactly. the end until you make it that way. Yes, exactly. You know, and you can accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I didn't know I was going to get listeners and followers and, you know, responses the way that I'm getting with the show. But I'm glad that I am, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, I'm glad you wrote to me and I'm glad that you actually took the time to say, Hey, I, and I thought that was very bold. That was very bold of you. Like <laughs> she hit me up on Instagram and she was like, I just heard your podcast with my mom. This is my mom. And I want to respond. And I was like, okay, 
<laughs> she was like, conversation very straightforward. And I was like, all right, it's last minute. I'm listening to my because my mom told me that she was gonna um do join a podcast and I'm like you know okay she's been talking about this for a while actually um and I was listening to it and I'm like you know what everybody hears my mom's side they about to hear me <laughs> and then gonna hear the eighteen year old <laughs> <laughs> but it's more than I feel like it's more than just age because you know it's your your soul like you're very wise. You're very, very wise for your age. And there's so many people that are very immature. And, and I wanted, you know, I want teenagers to feel comfortable. I want people, because I love everybody. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. and this is this is what I was, I was explaining to your mom. I'm a very loving person, you know. So I was in a deep, dark space and I was suicidal like you were. I was 18. I had my heart broken. Mm-hmm. I felt like nobody understood me. Um, and I commit tried to commit suicide more than once as a teenager and then again as adulthood. You know, life happens and people really don't understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? And even as a teenager, you know, dealing with bullying and dealing with all these other things as a teenager, you're dealing with changes towards your body. You're not understanding. Yes, yes, you're being told that these are the changes that you're going through. But it's like, okay, this is what you went through. But this is my experience. Exactly. And even as adulthood, when I lost my children, you know, that was a very rough patch for me, you know. And I just... I want people that follow me or that listen to me to be like, you know, I'm all about love. There's no judgment here. I want everyone to feel like when you come to me or when you, when you ask me to be a part of my show, I want you to feel like you're talking to just a friend, you know, because I've right, been you there. Wanted to be, yeah. I've like been mis- right. I've been misunderstood. I know uh-huh. what misunderstanding is. I know what going through bullying is. I even went through surgeries as as a kid with getting my eyes reconstructed and my mouth Look fixed. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I want people to feel as open as they can with me. And, you know, I, I never, I wanted, I wanted love. You know, I wanted love so bad. And what I realized, and I, if anything that you take from me, this is what I want you and maybe other teenagers and young people to take from me is you have to be what you want in the world. If you want change, you have to be the change that you want to see. Totally agree. You know, if you want love, you have to be love <laughs> in order to get love. This world is a give it a bomb reflection. This world is your reflection. What you give it is what it gives you. So if yes. you give it hate, you're going to get you're gonna hate. You're going to get hate, yep. If you give it love, you're going to get love. You know, so if there's anything that I would like you like for you to take or I suggest for you to take because I don't tell people what to do, but what I would suggest is just never never lower like 
your standards. Never dim your light to make someone else's shine brighter, you know. And there's enough. There's enough room in the world for people to shine. You don't oh, yeah. you don't have to dim nobody's light for you to shine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's the end of this recording. Okay. Um, I'm going to end the show and then we'll have a conversation for a little bit after. Okay. Um, this was the ending of Soul Talks, guys. I hope that you make Emily feel very welcome. And you know, this was un this was unexpected, but it took <laughs> it took a good turn. Yeah. Um, and I thank you so much for reaching out to me and just being thank a part. Um, and don't worry, those bullies are gonna regret. <laughs> They're gonna regret it. Once they see me up there, they're going to be like, damn, I used to bully her. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> so this is the ending of the show. Until next time, guys. Bye, guys.